Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. What a powerful hour. We're going to have a little bit of fun. This is the second hour of the social media show, and like Alexander talked about earlier, we're talking about social audio platforms. We're talking 
you know, more, you know, obviously mostly about Clubhouse. This stage is a a community of people that came together almost so many of us didn't even know each other before Clubhouse. There's a few people here that knew each other before Clubhouse, but this is a stage full of people that networked, that collaborated, that that communicated, that just got to know each other because of Clubhouse. So in a minute I'm going to give you, um, you know, we started the social media show a few months ago, back in January, uh, about a month, almost a month, a little bit shorter than a month after Glenn Lundy started the Breakfast of Champions Room. And we've, in some of the previous weeks, I've given you some steps to take when you're hanging out on Clubhouse. When you're hanging out, you know, why are you here? Are you building a business? Are you networking? Are you just here to have fun? But we've given you steps. You know, we've talked about capture pages and, and the importance of email autoresponders and so many people have given you practical steps but in a minute after I have a little bit of fun with a couple of quick stories I'm going to give you 11 action steps that you can take to prepare yourself so before you before you start doing the things that you need to do I'm going to give you 11 steps that you can take to be prepared 11 action steps that will help you get ready to use Clubhouse to build a business to move the needle forward for your objective. So stay tuned for that. In a minute, we're gonna give you those 11 steps. But before we do that, I wanna have a little fun. Have a little fun with me. This is gonna be just a little bit different. I want you to enjoy a little bit of some noise. Hold on one second. That's enough. Some of you may be thinking, what the heck was that? Sounds a little Scary. weird. <laughs> Sounds a little creepy. Sounds a little weird. We've got October coming up. We've got so anybody, what was that? What 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 were you just listening to? What was that noise? Somebody mic up and help me out. It was a wolf. Let's go. Let's go, fam. We had a few wolves in the background. I think I heard a few crickets. But uh, the reason why I played the, you know, the, the wolf noise is because I want to have a little bit of fun and tell a quick story, a couple of quick stories. And uh, last night uh, was uh, my mom's birthday, 76th birthday here on this planet. She's still happy, healthy. She's still working full time. She's a full time nurse here at Vanderbilt in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, works at the Adolescent Psychiatric Hospital. But we were driving back from an amazing dinner with my sister and brother at Cracker Barrel. And we looked up and we saw the full moon. She says, look, it's a full moon. And I was like, well, I don't, I'm not sure. Let, let's look up the calendar. I'm not sure if the full moon was last night or if it's tomorrow night, but it, it looks pretty full tonight. So we were enjoying the drive home through the country and we saw this full moon, looked up the calendar and actually was a, uh, uh, informed, educated myself that the full moon was actually the night before. So two nights ago, we had the harvest moon. It's, uh, you know, a, a sign that that the Native Americans would use to know that the harvest is ready. It's time to, you know, it's time to get the harvest ready. And I did a little reading on it, and, uh, you know, about the 12 different moons. And uh, for, for some reason, for the first time in my, you know, short life, uh, I, uh, I, I educated myself and was found out for the first time that the January full moon is also known as the wolf moon. 
So just a little quick story, a little fun fact. You know, there's, of course, a full full moon each month, and a lot of you are aware that each of them have different names. But they date back to Native Americans, also, you know, to North America. So we've, we've given different names to the full moons. But tribes, that you know, they kept track of the seasons by giving distinctive names to each recurring full moon. You know, they were applied to the entire north in which each, you know, the, the entire month each year to which each one occurs. So January, I, I noticed, is called the wolf moon. Now, why is it called the wolf moon? Because during the winter, you know, Native Americans would hear the wolf packs howling hungrily outside Indian villages. And the reason why I bring up this quick story as I was, you know, enjoying the, the full moon last night or technically the night after the full moon, the harvest moon that we had two nights ago. Sometimes the harvest moon is in October. I think it's once every four years, three out of four years, it's in September and, and uh, sometimes it's in October. So some interesting stuff that you can learn about the full moons and what the Native Americans did with each full moon season. But January is known as the wolf moon because Native Americans would hear these wolves howling outside. And, and so we've kind of taken on this myth, this uh, urban legend, this story that wolves howl at the moon. Like, hey, did you hear those wolves howling at the moon? Mike, un unmic or flash your mic if you've ever heard that, wolves howling at the moon. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we kind of heard, heard this, this, this myth, this story, this legend that wolves howl at the moon. But it started getting me thinking. Um, because, I, you know, preparing for a speech that I'm going to give in, in Dallas, Texas at Embrace Your Ambition coming up in October. And uh, we're going to tell a quick story about some wolves and just some things that we learn from from the from being in a pack of wolves. What the what the leaders of the packs, the importance of the, the pack leader and just things that we learn from the wolves. And I told a story a couple of weeks ago here on Clubhouse about how the ecosystem in Yellowstone National Park has been drastically changed because wolves were reintroduced to the park in the mid-1990s. And I'm not going to tell that story again today, but, but if you miss that story, basically wolves were um, killed and, and completely eliminated from the Yellowstone National Park area by, you know, by frontiersmen, by hunters uh, in the 1920s, 1930s. And it changed the ecosystem of Yellowstone National Park. And in 1995, wolves were reintroduced to Yellowstone National Park and slowly the ecosystem started to change. Now, why is that? Because there were wolves to hunt more elk. The elk population dropped. Um, the rivers, you know, because there were less elk uh, eating the grass and vegetation around the, the, the rivers, more beavers and otters and dams were built. And so the water slowed down. And because the water slowed down, the, you know, the willows and the, and the aspen tree and the cottonwoods were able to flourish. And now there's more birds and on and on and on. So I told that story because it's important, just like the wolf, that we just keep a tunnel vision on what's in front of us. We just keep tunnel vision on the object, the, the, you know, the activity in front of us. The wolves don't know what's going on with the water. They don't know what's going on with the beaver, with the trees. with the. What, they don't know what the bears are doing when they're not around. They know when they come around, they know they better get away. But I told that quick story. And so this story popped back into my head last night because this full moon came up. And I started thinking of something that I was already planning on talking about today, and that's how to prepare for your time on Clubhouse and, and what marketing is. And I wanted to talk about the importance of understanding what marketing is, and then it's all about making a healthy noise in the marketplace. And so that's why I bring up this fun story, why I played that funny noise of the wolves howling a minute ago, is because it's important for us to understand before we get 
before we get on the clubhouse. We know we want to close customers. We want we know we want to generate leads. We want to make contacts. We want to network. We want to build a business. It's important to understand our our most important, our number one objective, the number one task at hand, and that's to make a healthy noise in the marketplace. You see, marketing is the art and science of empowering, communicating, and developing a relationship with another human being based on their needs, not mine or yours, as a promoter. Also, and I learned this, this word healthy noise from a marketing mentor of mine named Steve Larson. He used to be the lead, uh, lead funnel maker, funnel creator over at ClickFunnels with Russell Brunson. And he parted ways a few years ago, and now he builds his own business. But he always talks about marketing as it's the art. I, I kind of took his term, combined it with this definition that, is, that I learned years ago from a guy named Val Smith. And so I, marketing is the art of making a healthy noise that communicates and develops a relationship with our defined target audience based on their needs. So if we don't understand exactly what marketing is, it's just making a healthy noise. You can go out on the sidewalk and hold up a cardboard sign that says this way to the yard sale, this way to the donut shop, this way to the coffee shop. And when people walk by, you can just scream, hello, how's your day? Be blessed. You're just making a healthy noise in the marketplace. You're not annoying. If you get out there, go out there and start howling like wolves, that might be a little bit of annoying. And that, that might be a, an annoying noise that might have the reverse effect on your marketing. But we can still learn from wolves, even though we might not howl like them. How can we make a healthy noise in the market, marketing, in the space, in our marketplace? And so to understand how to do this, and in a minute, I'm going to give you 11 things that you can do to prepare yourself to start making noise. And then next week, we'll go back into some more tactics and what, what I've done, what we've done, what Alexander and Kelsey and Marcus Black and Tom Challen and Christy Jensen, Ashley, Ashley Faye, Brooke J. Lacey, what we've done to as we started this social media show and what Glenn Lundy's doing with Breakfast with Champions is we're just showing up and making a healthy noise in the marketplace. Everybody has a unique noise. Megan talked about it earlier. Everybody has a unique voice to, to create in the marketplace. So this isn't one of the 11 steps, but it's important because Megan mentioned it earlier is first of all, appreciate, understand, accept, embrace the fact that you have a unique voice in the marketplace, that the marketplace is ready for your story, for your voice. And so embrace that. Don't be, don't shy away. Don't don't cave into the fear. Don't cave into the roadblocks that you're not quite ready. Don't wait for perfectionism. Just start making a healthy noise. So why do wolves howl? Let's 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 learn from these wolves. Well, first of all, wolves they howl to assemble the pack, usually before and after hunts. They also howl to pass on an alarm, particularly particularly at their den sites to let the other predators and other wolves know that you're getting too close to our den site. They howl to locate each other during a storm or while crossing unfamiliar territory. And number four is they howl to communicate across great distances. So, like I said earlier, they don't really howl at the moon. They, you know, they lift their noses, their snouts up to, to the moon so that they can project upward for the acoustics so they can, they can allow their sound to carry further. So ask yourself, how far is your sound reaching in your marketplace or are you making a sound at all? Are you just sitting back and has it been 90 days of just listening and taking notes? Do people even know that you exist? Do they know that your business exists because you made a Facebook post 14 days ago and you wondered why nobody clicked on the link or bought your thing? So what sounds are you making in the, in the marketplace and is it enough sound? 
So we're not really here to talk about wolves, even though I keep going on and on about one of my favorite animals. You know, I'm a dog lover, so it's just natural when I start hearing stories about wolves and, and hearing about what they did in Yellowstone National Park that it, that it piques my interest. But, but I shared that quick story so you can start thinking about how you can communicate with your pack, your audience, how you can get your noise to carry farther like the wolves so that it doesn't just reach one or two people, but then you can let it reach 12, 24, 240, 2,400, 24,000 people. Are you making a noise in the marketplace? How do you know if you're making enough noise in the marketplace? Well, one, one measure that you know that you might be making enough noise is you start getting a few haters. Tom Challen talks about the haters that he gets on TikTok because he makes a lot of noise, a lot of funny noise, healthy noise in the TikTok marketplace. He makes people laugh. He gets haters. People, people try to critique the type of dad he is or the type of husband he is because maybe he puts his beautiful bride in the video a little bit too much or whatever the hater talk is. So are you getting haters? Are you getting unsubscribed emails? You should be building an email list. If you're not, put that on your notepad. Start building an email list. If you're making enough noise with your email list, you're promoting, you're promoting, you're promoting, you're letting people know about your thing so that they can buy when they're ready, then you'll start getting some unsubscribes. Don't pull back when you get one, two, three, thirteen unsubscribes. Now, if you get, if uh, you know, <laughs> if you have thirty subscribers and twenty-nine of them unsubscribe, you might want to consult with a mentor and figure out what you're doing wrong. But if you're getting a few unsubscribes, you know you're making enough noise in the marketplace because you want to push some away to pull your tribe a little bit closer. You want your noise to reach far enough away to pull. If you have some tribe members out there that are lost or that they just don't know about you quite yet, you can pull them closer to you into your funnel, into your world, into your marketplace, into your doors to buy your thing. So how far is your voice reaching is what, what I want you to think about today. And what are you doing to make that voice heard? Are you raising your hand and talking on Clubhouse? It's the number one thing we all did, Alexander Gonzalez, Kelsey Stark, myself, when we got on Clubhouse is we took the first opportunity and we raised our hand and we got on stage and we just asked questions and we just shared value. And so that's the number one way. And it's not really part of my points, but that's one of the number one ways you can raise your voice here on Clubhouse just get on stage, give value. Don't take too long. Don't try to, you know, don't, don't try to impress the whole world with a five minute speech, but first time on stage, give value, ask a question and, uh, you know, introduce yourself and then uh, slide into some DMS of some people on stage and, and ask them how you can serve them. It's just a quick tip, quick tip. But the purpose of the wolf house that I played earlier talking about the wolves, it's not too different than the reasons we raise our voices it's why we speak. And of course, I mentioned that the primary reasons Wolves Howl is a rally cry for the pack to meet up, a signal to let the pack know of a wolf's location, a warning for outside wolves to stay away from a pack's territory. And also, some male wolves will do it as an exercise to, you know, to attract females when they're alone, when they don't already have, you know, a female pack member to run with. And, and so, they do what's called chorus, chorus howls. I was reading about some fascinating stuff. And also, you know what? Every once in a while, there's a fifth reason wolves will howl just for the fun of it. So our researchers have said every once in a while, they just do it just for the fun of it. So that gives you a content idea of how you 
can make noise in the marketplace. If you get stuck and you're not sure how to reach your audience, and I'm going to give you some, some tips here in a minute, just make some noise for the fun of it. Just, just go outside, walk through nature, walk down your street, and uh, tell a quick story about something that happened to you today. Just do something for the fun of it, you know. Uh, tell a story about how you want, you know, you won a jackpot in Las Vegas, or or how you, you know, met met some friends in Denver at an Embrace Your Ambition conference, or tell a story, just something fun to you. Just just tell a story. Bring up your past, bring up your story, because you have a unique story to tell, and parts of your story is going to identify with your target audience. So start making a healthy noise in the marketplace. So before I go into 11 tips, 11 action steps you can take to prepare yourself to be able to make these noises in the marketplace. And if you're, if you're, if you're not understanding what I'm spitting out, what I'm talking about, just understand that, that when, you, when you build a business on the internet, when you build it, you know, no different than offline brick and mortar, you know, television, wherever, away from the internet, is you just want to make enough noise to make yourself heard, get in front of your audience. You want the eyeballs to see you on Clubhouse. You want the ear holes to hear you. So you want to be making noises, whether that's video, social audio. Obviously, we're talking about audio. You want to provide the value that your audience needs and deserves so that they pay attention to you above the competition. So before I go into these 11 steps, who would like to unmike, add just a little bit to the conversation? I just want to keep this flowing before I go through 11 steps that will help you prepare to start taking action in the marketplace. I'm looking for mic flashes. Who would just like to add a couple of thoughts to this discussion? Do, 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 do. Cynthia, good morning. You're the next, you're the next contestant on The Breakfast of Champions is right. <laughs> Go ahead. Good morning, Nate. Yes, just wanted to give you some love. I appreciate uh, you using the analogy of, uh, you know, the, the wolf cry. And so I was really um, just taking the notes there. Uh, definitely my, my two points was, you know, making that rally cry uh, so that we can meet up. Yeah, and so I'm, I, that's what I'm doing right now uh, on my social media. So I really do appreciate hearing it uh, just to really validate the purpose of what we're doing, uh, being intentional about it and showing up. Uh, and I also wrote down keeping others away from the den, <laughs> keeping others away from the pack. Those two uh, points really got kind of resonating with me. So just thankful to be here listening, uh, taking it all in today. Got my pen and pad ready for the 11 <laughs> tips. Thank you for that, Cynthia, and uh, for for opening up and sharing, you know, you know, something you picked up. Tell us a quick, you know, quick something about you or your business, something, you know, interesting, something fun, maybe just maybe just the audience you serve. If you know, just uh, just to kind of drive on the point of making a noise on Clubhouse right now, maybe there's one person in the audience that you oh. could that can be served by you. Absolutely. I'm so honored uh, to even have the opportunity. I actually came up on stage as Megan was speaking because uh, it was all resonating with me. Um, I consider myself a midlife mom uh, and I started a fitness and wellness journey kind of late in life. I was 49 when I really got serious about my health and wellness journey. So right now uh, I am using my skills, my talents, my God-given gifts 
uh, and really pulling it all into the brand of me. Uh, and that's me, CMF Wellness. I focus on really helping uh, midlife moms initially, just really finding themselves uh, having clarity around wellness, uh, disease prevention, living healthy, active lives all of our lives. And so I was just really connecting with uh, what she was sharing and noticing that this room is intergenerational. So it's about wellness for me. It's about prevention. So while I'm a, you know, a mom, I have three millennial or two millennials and a Zoomer. So it's intergenerational health and healing, talking about prevention and just living our best lives. So that is me. I'm uh, launching a wellness, a fitness uh, program this fall that focuses on uh, really finding and fixing those uh, voids in our well-being, our wellness foundation, uh, so that we can just uh, really become healthier and happier versions of ourselves. So thank you for the opportunity to speak. I Appreciate love it. all of that. I love all of that, Cynthia. Thank you for speaking. And so, you know what, if you're in the audience and that, that what Cynthia is doing to uh, increase the awareness for wellness, to help moms, to help females, and um, there might be a, you know, a gentleman or two in the audience that connected with Cynthia that where, where you need some help with your wellness, you know, maybe you need some tips, some strategies, maybe you just need a network to start working on your wellness, slide into her DMs, connect and see how you guys can, uh, can collaborate. Maybe there's somebody in the audience that wants to open up a clubhouse room with Cynthia and where you guys talk about wellness. So anyway, I, I use Cynthia because she was brave enough to, uh, to, to open up and share a tip with us, share some value because that's what Clubhouse is all about. And today is Social Audio Wednesday. We talk about, we used to call it Clubhouse Wednesday in the social media show. And we give you a lot of tactics, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Monday, of course, is Marketing and Mindset and Motivation Monday. We start the social media show segment off each Monday with Ashley Fay and Marcus Black giving tips after tips after tips and strategies on inspiration and how to, how to get through your breakthroughs. So we tackled the mindset. And then Tuesday, yesterday, we had Tom Challen and Brooke J. Lacey talk about how to use TikTok, how to use short form video. And so we start diving into strategies in the social media show segment of the Breakfast with Champions room that, by the way, goes 12 hours, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, right here in Clubhouse. And so, so today we're talking about Clubhouse specifically and how to use social audio platforms. And like I mentioned earlier, the one thing you guys can begin to do is show up in rooms that, that have a conversation going that piques your interest or that you're just excited to learn about and find a way on stage. Once you understand the flow of the room, find your way on stage. Don't just jump in there immediately right when you jump in the room and you, you're not aware that maybe somebody's telling a story that doesn't really match up with the question that you're about to ask. Don't pull a Tom Challen who who jumped in when somebody asked Paris Hilton a question and Tom Challen had been disconnected for a minute or two or, uh, and he jumped back in and thought that they were asking a question for the whole room. So he jumped in and interrupted Paris Hilton and started answering the question. <laughs> and so he tells that story and we laugh about it because the whole room was, was like, you just interrupted Paris Hilton. This happened back in January here on the Clubhouse app. So when you're on Clubhouse, get to know the lay of the land, the flow of the room, and then once you understand the flow of the conversation, the energy, the, the kind of the intent of the speakers, raise your hand and ask a question. Raise your hand and give value. And then people will start sliding into your DMs. You'll find people to communicate with. And that's the ultimate objective of, you know, of building a business. And we're talking about marketing and making noises and what we can learn from wolves who communicate with their packs. 
what we can learn by making noises in the marketplace. And Clubhouse is just one place, a powerful place where, in my opinion, this is not backed by science. This is not, you know, factual data. But in my opinion, connecting with 10, 15, 20 people on Clubhouse, you can do it so much faster, is almost is equivalent to like generating 200 leads on some of these other platforms. And what I mean by that is, is because when you connect with 10, 15, 20 people, maybe it takes you a week, maybe it takes you 30 days to connect with 20 people on Clubhouse. When you connect with those 20 people, when I say connect, I mean people that, that they hear you and they're peaked, they, their interest is peaked, and they think that you may be able to serve them or they think that they may, able to, they may be able to serve you. And so you start building a relationship in the, in the DMs. You can do that so much faster on Clubhouse because people hear your voice. They hear your heart. And a lot of times they can get to know you before they even know you. And so you can connect with 10 to 20 people faster. Now, it's important to, to use other platforms. And I'm going to talk about here in a minute the steps that you can do to get ready so that you can make noise across all social media. But I want you to understand that Clubhouse provides a way for you to, to build a business with a smaller audience. You might not have an email list right now. You, your list might be zero or one or 10, but you can slowly build a list of 30, 100, 200, 300 people and start communicating with them in DMs and in your email list. The two most powerful in addition to, you know, the internet and the telephone. But when we're using the internet, how do we communicate and make noise with our people in DMs and email lists are the two most powerful ways to communicate with your audience, you know, outside of the telephone, obviously pick up the telephone. If you're new to business, don't be afraid to pick up the telephone and call your people, connect with them in DMs and say, Hey, you know, after you kind of have a little bit of a relationship going, uh, get their phone number and say, Hey, you know, what, what, what's a good time to chat today at four o'clock or eight o'clock. So it's another quick tip that popped in my into my head. If I were to give you three ways to communicate with your audience, to howl at your audience, the wolves are out there howling and communicating with their audiences is uh, use the internet to do, to connect through telephone, direct messages and email marketing. Now, of course, video marketing is important. You can start making videos and, and there's so many other, you know, clubhouse audio. I could give a list and that's a, that's a, an idea for a future, future conversation the different ways to communicate with your audience. But but does anybody else want to jump in and add a thought before I dive into the 11 things that you can do to just get prepared, to be ready to make noise in the marketplace so that you're ready to connect in the DM, so that you're ready to, to make a video on Facebook, so that you're ready to do YouTube videos, so that you're ready to show up on Clubhouse and maybe open up your own rooms because we're talking about Clubhouse today and that's a platform that a lot of us went all in on back in January. When I say all in, we spent a lot of time on Clubhouse. We joke about it today because most of us don't do it anymore. But we had some 18 and 20 hour days on Clubhouse. And I told Tom Challen interrupted Paris Hilton. I remember I, I went to sleep one day. We were keeping a marathon room going my first week or two in Clubhouse. And it was my turn to get some sleep and take a nap. And so we had a room with like a thousand people that we were just keeping going. And I woke up and Paris Hilton was following me. <laughs> it's like we had so many people popping into rooms, uh, uh, adding to the conversation, adding to the discussion and, and just so many thought leaders. You know, we, we got to learn from people like Grant Cardone, Paris Hilton. And I'm going to give a couple of tips that I've learned recently from Grant Cardone here in a minute. 
but we got to learn from Glenn Lundy's and David Spisak, so many thought leaders, and uh, we got to learn what they're doing in their business worlds because we spent so much time on Clubhouse, and we, we just went all in on Clubhouse. So before I move into these 11 tips, I'm going to do a reset, but before I do that, does anybody have a thought they would like to share, a question they would like to ask? Keep this stage flowing. Open, uh, unmic, flash your mics if you'd like to jump in. Malika with the red back. I like the little red, uh, the border on your profile. Give us a share real quick, my friend. Thank you so much, Nate, for pouring into us today. Of course, thank you, Glenn Lundy, for this amazing, amazing room here. If you guys, if you guys are not learning anything from what Nate is saying, I'm taking advantage of it right now. He said he's giving you the opportunity to have a voice and not to be afraid to raise your hand. I also would like to thank my mentor, my coach, my friend who I connected with right here on Clubhouse, who actually pulled me into the breakfast of Clubhouse, Miss Renee Noor. Um, I don't know if she's on the stage. I mean, I see her on the stage, but I don't know if she's available because she's behind the scenes. There she is right there. She's flashing her mic. And what I like to say is for anyone who is out there and they know they have a passion to write, to write a book, they're just a beginner. They don't know where to start. I am that writing coach. I help people self-publish. If you don't find yourself to have the notoriety and the 10,000 followers and 20,000 followers to get the big book deals with the, but you still have that passion to write and you know you have a story to tell, well, you can also hit me on the back channel and I can help you get started writing your book. But Nate, I want to go back to say thank you so much for encouraging all of us to take advantage of all the social media platforms we have available as I began to integrate into um, that whole TikTok space and what to do. Do you dance? Do you not dance? Do you put pictures of um, all your business ideas up there? Or you do you just get to know people just by being yourself on that platform? Um, please enlighten us and share and thank you so much again for everything that you are doing to help us grow our business our mental space and um, us individually as people thank you i am malika star and i am complete thank you malika star thank you for sharing a little bit about the value that you provided the marketplace and so if anybody is listening and wants to connect with malika don't be shy slide into her dms and just say hello and uh, so thank you for thank you for Malika for jumping in here. Before I move on, guys, here in the Breakfast of Champions room, we're gonna get a reset from the man, from my little brother, my Oklahoma brother, Marcus Black. Give us a quick reset of what's going on in this in this room. Hey, yeah, what up, family? What an incredible day has already been with the man himself, Mister Mastermind, with Nate Forrest who is breaking bread. But guys, if you are literally here and enjoying, I want you to know that you are enjoying Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And literally, this is the social media show inside of Breakfast with Champions. And we're here to bring you motivation, education, inspiration all day, every day, straight up from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. And that's Monday through Friday. But yo, we ain't leaving you hanging on the weekends either. Saturday morning, literally from 6 a.m. Eastern to noon. And if you want to get your praise on, you can pull up at Club 111 on Sunday for worship service. 
Sessions live in Clubhouse. So truly, there's no other space where nearly 100 leaders across industries, backgrounds come together with the goal to pour into you just to see you succeed. So if you ever miss a segment and you want to re-listen to your favorite episode, you literally can download the Breakfast with Champions podcast and listen anytime. And all you got to do to do that is head on over to breakfastwithchampions.com live to grab your link and subscribe to the podcast because you can straight up back to you nate marcus black because you can the because you can man and so i'm gonna give 11 steps here in a second on some some action steps you can take to prepare to prepare yourself for the marketplace to get your business your mind your strategies to 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 prepare yourself to start making noise because you can you can do these 11 steps so if you just joined us in the last few minutes, I told some fun stories about how, why wolves, how they, they're, they're communicating with their pack, which sounds kind of obvious, but they have some specific reasons that I went through earlier on why they howl and uh, c- to communicate, to ward off, you know, uh, threats, keep them away. Sometimes the male wolves will, will c- communicate with female wolves to do a little flirting, and sometimes they just do it just for the fun of it. But I brought up that story because it's important that you really, and the message that we're driving home during this hour of the social media show is why I got on Clubhouse and went all in with Clubhouse, why Marcus Black and Alexander Gonzalez went all in on Clubhouse and still spend time on here spitting out mad value is because it's the way, it's the medium, it's the platform that we chose to make a healthy noise in the marketplace. That's what you're doing. That is the number one objective. If you're confused on what to do, the algorithm on Instagram or the algorithm on Twitter, if you're confused on, you know, do I make three YouTube videos this week or one? Well, just do something. Your number one objective as a business owner is somebody that's here to move the needle forward in your business. Now, if you're just here to network and meet friends, then just keep doing that. Keep having fun and keep, you know, just hang out. We love you. We're glad you're here hanging out. But a lot of people are here spending time because they're figuring out how they can use social media to move a business forward, to make sales, to generate leads, convert those leads, and build a six, seven-figure business. And so you have one objective. It's more important than creating the perfect product. It's more important than creating the perfect YouTube video. It's more important than generating those leads just yet, making those sales, because you can't get to those touchdowns. You can't get to those leads and sales if you're just not making noise, if you're just not doing something to capture attention. One of my mentors, Grant Cardone, talks about where attention flows. Who knows how to finish this sentence? Somebody finish that sentence for me. Somebody impress me. Where attention flows. Money goes. Money goes. Way to go, y'all. Way to go. It's a powerful statement. If you, if you miss anything I said today, understand that if you can just get the attention, the money will flow. In fact, I just learned something recently from Grant. I was, you know, uh, impressed by some of his marketing videos I've been going through. And uh, the guy's a marketing genius. A lot of people just look at Grant as like this great salesman. I remember I used to think of, you know, Grant just knows how to sell. He knows how to build sales teams. But he's a marketing genius. He understands how to get attention. He understands that it's okay to get negative attention every once in a while, you know, because that drives traffic back to your brand. It's okay to... Uh, it's just okay to make noise in the marketplace. And so he understands, he's out there making attention. And a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about. If, if we had to list one or two people that we see pop up in our Instagram newsfeed, our Facebook timeline, our emails, 
if we, if there's one person that pops in a little bit more than the rest, it might be Mr. Grant Cardone himself. And I've learned to appreciate that and learn from it. And if you think it's a little bit too much, then maybe, you know, Grant's just might not be your tribe, might not be your mentor. Maybe you're, maybe you tap into somebody else, but I tell that story because I'm, I'm taking a list that a uh, little bit of a list that I put together and that Grant put together on some 11 action steps that you can start doing to, to, to basically to start any business, to start making noise on social media that leads to, I didn't mean to say this, but leads to generating leads. It leads to a, a lead flow and a, ultimately a sales conversions, which is what it's all about. And it starts with understanding that marketing is making noise that, that gets attention, that gets attention on your thing. That just It just makes people aware that you exist. That's your first step. Make enough noise so that people know you exist. That's before the perfect pitch. That's before the perfect video. So I hope this, and that noise can be anything. It can be you telling stories about your family. It's important to appreciate the unique story that you have to tell to the marketplace. And we could, we could have a whole hour or 10 hours on that conversation about how to craft your stories and how to tell your stories. People know that I'm a poker player. They know that I'm a Christian. They know that I, you know, that I love my family. They, people know that I'm from middle Tennessee, Nashville, and I spend a lot of time in Las Vegas. There's, you know, obviously some things people don't know about me yet that, that have spent time with me here on Clubhouse. But I bring up four or five things. You know, some people know I sold books when I was in college, door to door. Um, so people that really know me know I drive a Toyota RAV4. I could do a video and talk about how I enjoy my Toyota RAV4. And I'm going to identify with a few people out there that, that enjoy driving Toyotas. You know, what does Toyota have to do with my marketing business, my marketing agency? where I help people create lead capture pages and funnels and email autoresponders and, and, and uh, have a, a, a platform that teaches them step-by-step step how to do that. But there's ways that you can identify with your market that you're not thinking about. So I want to give you an action step is start putting together, start writing down every piece of your story. You might spend an hour and write down a hundred things, 120 things. Maybe you like to garden. Maybe you like to travel to the beaches. Maybe you like to hike in the mountains. Whatever it is, maybe you have, you're a person of faith. You're an author. Write down all the elements of your story. Now you have enough content for the next 10 years. You'll never run out of content ideas again because you just go online and tell your story. When you see other people telling their story, learn from it. Model it. When Grant Cardone has a video and you stumble across, how is he telling his story? When Glenn Lundy when you see his advertisement, his, uh, his ad on Facebook for the planner, go buy yourself a planner and then, and then pay attention to how, how he crafted that ad. When Marcus Black pops up with his inspiration on Instagram, pay attention to how he's telling his story. Don't just learn for yourself, but learn so you can teach. Pay attention to the message and then start modeling. Model the way that they're sh sharing their stories with your own story about elements of your life that will identify with an audience and just do that over and over and over again. And then uh, I'm going to finish off here in, a, here in a, about 10 minutes with the tool you need, the one tool, not, not just a tool, but a thing you need so that when people start identifying with you, you can, you can build that list of those people. So I'll share that tool with you here in a minute. But before I get to that, here's the 11 things. I'm going to kind of fly through these because I want to have a little bit of a conversation about these 11 things because it's important that we lay a foundation. You know, the Bible talks about how it's important to lay a foundation on the rock, not on the sand. 
Well, sometimes we jump straight into, you know, wondering how Grant Cardone or Marcus Black or Glenn Lundy got to where they are. And we want to we want to take the shortcut. And we want to provide shortcuts. People that have had success, we do provide some shortcuts, but none of them work without the proper foundation. If you're scared to talk to one person in a direct message or on the telephone, then you're probably not ready to do video marketing on YouTube either. If you're shy and, and have a fear of, of uh, going up on stage in Clubhouse and just asking a question, sharing value, then you probably should, should you know, learn from some mentors, talk to some people and figure out how to break through that. And of course, one way to do that is at live events, you know, whether it's Embrace Your Ambition in October, where you can just learn how to bust through some, some breakthrough, have breakthroughs in your business and life. And of course, the other conference in November 5th through 7th in Lexington, Kentucky at the Grow for God conference, get to live events where you can learn how to have those breakthroughs and, and fight through those fears. But, but that's not what today's about. That's what we talk about on Mondays. I digress. The 11 steps, and if you need these 11 steps later, you're not able to get all these, write them down. You're driving right now, or you just want to listen and take these in, I'll be glad to DM, DM them to you. Just, just DM me 11 at any time during this, and I will get, get those to you later today. But Grant Cardone was talking about recently in a marketing video, and man, I'm just really enjoying some of his marketing videos because he's way more than sales. He used to be known for sales, and now he's known as you know one of the great marketing minds of our time. And uh, he said, what would you do if you had nothing? What would you do? And I've been studying what Grant Cardone did earlier last year when he went on the undercover billionaire and was dropped off in Pueblo, Colorado, with basically zero dollars and just a truck with a little bit of gas in it. Now, they gave him a hundred dollars, but he put that in the bank and never spent it. So he literally turned literally zero dollars in a, in a beat up truck full of gas that they gave him. He turned nothing into a $5.5 million business in 84 days. And it just fascinates me. How did he do that? Some of you guys, are, you don't think you can make $150,000 in the next 12 months. You just don't think it's possible. Your mind's not expanded there. And I've been trying to focus on how I can expand my mind. So how we can expand our mind to start doing that, whether your goal is to make a million dollars in 90 days, Grant Cardone goal when he was on Undercover Billionaire was to make 10 million in 90 days. He told them, I don't want to do 1 million. I want to do 10 million in 90 days. And he was able to build a business that got a, a, an evaluation of 5.5 million. And actually through some real estate deals, he was actually to push closer to that $10 million goal. But it's an interesting, interesting story. Um, so 11 tips, guys, 11 tips to get you ready to start making noise in the marketplace. Tip number one, make a decision. It's the most important thing. You're not going to, you know, you're, you won't stay with your goal, your objective, your business that you're building if your decision isn't big enough. Can you do it and why are you doing it? Make a decision on why you're doing it. You, do you want to pay for your kid's college? Do you just want to commit to being able to take your family on one or two vacations every year? What is the why? Do you want to, uh, you know, do you want to open up a, a habitat for dogs and, and raise and, and, and help foster dogs? Whatever it is, do you want to do more for your church? Make a decision and understand why you're doing it. Because if you don't do this, step number one, if you don't make that decision and understand your why, then the rest of it is just going to seem like boring activity and won't make much sense. So why do you need to do it? Because you want to become an unstoppable. You want to show people, not teach them. And you just want to you want to get to the point to where you feel like you're capable of doing anything in, in, the, in your business world. So make a decision, step number one. Step number two, model or study what others have done, they are doing. I've, I've brought this up a couple of times. 
pay attention. I was in the store last night buying a few groceries at the Dollar General here in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, and I saw the little magazine sitting there, the National Enquirer. And I, while the guy was checking my stuff, you know, I just read through the little fake news and... <laughs> You know, apparently, uh, apparently, uh, I, I found out last night that Morgan Freeman is paralyzed and and uh, everybody's sick. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, you know, you know, the National Enquirer. I like to read the front page of the National Enquirer every once in a while when I'm in the in the checkout line because they're one of the best marketing <laughs> companies publications. You know, they they market really well. Now, that's a little sensationalism, satire, whatever you call it. It's a different type of marketing that you might want to do in your business. But they're making noise. When you see a headline that Morgan Freeman is paralyzed, that, that Jack Nicholson, he had something wrong with him and, and uh, everybody else, I forget who else, uh, Betty White, Betty White's 99 years old and has dementia or whatever. You know, that's, it's, a, it's a different kind of noise than you might want, want to make in your marketplace, in your business, but it's a noise. And so study what others are doing. What is Marcus Black doing to make noise? He walks around and, and gives, fires you up with inspiration. You might do a little bit of that, or you might just do a more low-key video and say, hey, I just want to give you three tips that will inspire you today. Be grateful, love others, and, and uh, you know, take action, whatever. whatever because three tips. you can. And Let's because go. you can. Let's go. Whatever tips you want to give people, just open up the video and do. So study what others are doing. Model them. You know, wise man studies and learns from the mistakes of others. Learn what mistakes other people are making. They'll tell you. And uh, sometimes you can reach out if you if you're blessed enough to connect with Marcus Black or Glenn Lundy or you know if you want to ask myself what mis ask us ask people what mistakes they're making slide into people's DMs say hey what mistakes did you make in your business maybe one mistake that I can skip one mistake I made in my business since I brought that up is not building an email list fast enough if you're in business build an email list build your email list it's the only thing you own on the internet. Clubhouse might be going tomorrow. Facebook, Instagram, okay. platforms. Who wanted to jump in and say something? I heard a tip. I thought a tip. I thought a tip was coming on, but it might have just been an accidental unmite. But platforms come and go. But if you have that email list, you can have a way to communicate with your audience as many times as you want, whether that's what 12 times a day, one time a day, one time a month, whatever that is. So anyway, study what others are doing, learn from their mistakes. One mistake I made was not building an email list. So make sure you're not building, make sure that you are building an email list and don't go at it alone. Find somebody else that's starting to build their email list and maybe you can learn from each other. Um, but yeah, learn from people's mistakes. That's number two. Number three, get crystal clear on your mission. Crystal clear. Know what your mission is. Your goal is to, is to choose a target and go after and hit it. Set a big target. I learned from Grant Cardone, set really big targets so that you can become more like Grant and always miss the target. What? Grant Cardone's worth, you know, over $2 billion, but he states over and over that he always misses his targets because he sets them so big that when he misses, he goes way past what he originally wanted his target to be like the under the show undercover billionaire they want you to earn a million dollars in 90 days build a million dollar business in 90 days he said i'm going to set a target for 10 million he missed the 10 million and hit 5.5 <coughs> million so 5.5 x past the original target so anyway get crystal clear on the mission but set big targets and be cr be crystal clear and use that purpose that why 
to go after that target. So we're going through these. We've only got a few minutes left. That's the third thing. Be crystal clear on your mission. Step number four is uh, get everyone on your team on the same page, whether that's your family or the people in your business. But you want to have your house in order. You want to have people supporting you while you go on your journey. Get crystal clear on your mission, but then have everyone on the same page. If you need a week to go all in on your business without interruptions, without you know the family time or whatever, let your family know. If you need two hours to do a, a video for YouTube, let your people know that you're focusing on that objective for the next two hours, whatever it is, whatever the thing is, get everybody on the same page, whether it's your family or your business partners, make sure they're on the same page. That's step number four. We're talking about, if you just joined us, we're given 11 steps action steps that you need to take to lay the foundation to get ready to make noise in the marketplace, to get ready to do the things you need to do in the marketplace. Step number five, this is a big one, is you got to show up. You can't build what we what what I used to think and what a lot of people think. You can't build an online business by just hiding in your closet and, and setting up some lead capture pages and hope that the words on the page make people click and buy stuff. Will that work a little bit? Yeah. You can make a page with some links and a, 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 a few people will click and buy a few things, but you got to show up. We're talking about Clubhouse today. Clubhouse, you got to show up. You got to ask questions. Show up in people's DMs. Show up on their Instagram pages. Show up on the comments. Engage. Show up. Pick up the telephone and connect with people, but show up. Once you do this, Basically, if you start doing this daily, things start happening that you're that are unexpected that you you didn't expect to happen in your business. Before you know it, you wake up and you're at a, a spot where you just you just weren't prepared and you didn't think you were going to be at. But I, in in my marketing private community, I, I teach a real simple concept called show up, serve, and sell. A lot of people just go into business wanting to sell, but you cannot sell unless you show up, show up consistently, and start serving your audience. So step number five is just start showing up. The marketplace is where plans are achieved and targets are hit, but your home, whether that's clubhouse, your, your office, if you're brick and mortar, your home is where plans are made. So, so, so establish your plans, but then show up to the, your chosen platform, clubhouse and Instagram, clubhouse and Facebook. Just show up and, and let your voice be heard. So that's step number five. Step number six, I learned this from Grant Cardone is always, this is what I'm working on, it makes sense, always be at zero. Keep going to zero, what does that mean? You might be comfortable right now, you might have $100,000 in your bank account and you're wondering why your business has been stuck for the last six months. You might have you know, $5,000 and for you that's a lot, you're feeling comfortable and, and you're wondering why your business has been stuck for the last three months. It's because you're comfortable. So you gotta break out of your comfort zone and when it comes to your business world, you want to always be at zero. Keep going to zero. You want to uh, uh, watching Grant Cardone on the Undercover Billionaire. Uh, he basically he carried a bottle of water around with him, an empty bottle of water, and everywhere he went, he would refill that water. He, he learned from Glenn Stern, the original Undercover Billionaire, that had to buy water and didn't have water with him, had to waste time searching water out. He learned that he could not only save time but also money by carrying his own bottle around. And so um, Glenn, uh, Grant Cardone also teaches that your cash is your past, meaning if you do have $100,000, you're blessed. If you do have $1 million sitting in your bank account, your investments, you're blessed. But you need to understand that that's a result of your past efforts. That is in the past. 
that you might need that tomorrow for an emergency and it could all be gone. So Grant teaches that always have a mindset that you're stuck at zero. And so now you can really just dive in and attach yourself to your mission, your purpose and move forward. And so always have a mindset of zero. So step number seven, this is another big one. I like step number five, show up. Step number six, make sure you're focusing on starting at zero. Step number seven is start making contact, start building your list. This is why it's so important to have an email autoresponder. Make sure you're building an email list. If you're not building an email autoresponder list, I have a step-by-step training that shows you exactly how to write emails, how to build an email list. You can get information on that by just DMing me, just DM me email. Just DM me email. I give you a seven-step guide on how to sell anything using the internet by building an email list, by using funnels and building an email list. I have a marketing academy where this is just all laid out step-by-step-by-step tutorials that show you how to set up your first capture page, how to build your first email autoresponder list, and just how to start putting those in your marketing arsenal tool belt. The most important things you can do. If you're brand new, don't build a website. You don't need to start establishing that long-term presence if you're not making sales yet. If you're brand new to the marketplace, you're stuck between zero and your first $10,000 you're making on the internet, you need capture pages. You need a simple sales funnel that has your face and your video that says, hello, my name is Nancy, and I'm here to tell you about how to lose weight. Whatever your message is, that's all you need. You need a, a, a social media account, you need a way to connect with people, and you need a branded capture page that tells people how to go further into your funnel, into your world, into your business. If you don't have that, stop worrying about how to create the perfect YouTube channel right now. Stop worrying about how to build the perfect WordPress website. You can get to that when you have two, five, $10,000 a month coming in. So those are the tools that you need to focus on if you're just starting off. If you need information on that, DM me, DM me the word email, and I'll give you a seven-step fig- uh, seven online marketing guide that shows you step-by-step-by-step how to make this happen. So that's step number seven, start building your list. When Grant Cardone was an undercover billionaire, day one, he made 10 contacts. Now, he wasn't using the internet. He didn't have access to his own social media accounts. He had to, and I only have a couple of minutes left, guys, but he had to start making contacts. Day one, he had 10 contacts. Day 10, he had made 100 contacts. So this is your objective. This is why you're making noise in the marketplace is to start building your list so that you can communicate with that list because marketing is the art and science of communicating with your target audience based on their needs, wants, and desires and not our own. So number seven, start building your list. I'll talk about the next three or four next week a little bit, but I'm just going to get number eight. We're talking about the 11 things you can do to start building your business. If you want these 11 action steps so that you can lay the proper foundation to start building your business, DM me 11 and I'll give you these 11 steps. Number eight is prioritize your targets. Keep the main thing the main thing until the main thing becomes the main thing. So today it might just be starting your email autoresponder for the first time. That might be the main thing. It might be doing your very first video. Maybe it takes you an hour or two to get over the fear and you finally go live on Facebook. I don't know what the thing is you need to do. Maybe you just need to clean up your office space. That might be the main thing for the next hour. And then after that, the main thing is to connect with three people on Clubhouse or in Instagram. I don't know what your main thing is, but keep your incremental main things priority so that you can ultimately achieve the main thing. So a great entrepreneur's trick is uh, what Grant Cardone calls priority 
intelligence. Put things in the right order. Understand that you're not building the best YouTube channel in the world right now if you're stuck between zero and 10, 20,000 in your business, but you can do a video. So understand the order, put things in order of importance, understand the order, that's number eight. Number nine is the ask. Start asking people, you're giving value, ask people how you can serve them. Ask people if they would like to take a look at your thing. Ask people if they would like to get on your email list. Ask people, just go for the ask. That's number nine, I could talk about that for an hour. Number 10, money and business are all about math. Math, it's easier to get, you know, if your goal is to make a million dollars this year, understand that it might be easier to get 1,000 people to give you $1,000 for something than it will be to get 1 million people to give you a dollar. Just math, business is all about math. If, you're, if you need to make a certain amount of money or you just want to hit that target, understand if you break down and reverse engineer the math, then understand that business is all about math. Once you kind of get that, it makes business moving forward easier because you understand the math. And number 11 is go all in on the step in front of you right now. I, I kind of, this kind of goes back to, you know, the, the, the prioritize your immediate targets. Maybe you need to clean your office space. Maybe you need to get on the phone with three people today because it's been a, a 30, 60 or 90 days since you even talked to one person on the telephone about your business. Or maybe you need to create your first lead capture page. But go all in on the step in front of you. The one that makes the most sense to you right now, and it's different for everybody listening. Marcus Black might need to make a, you know, he might need to get uh, focus on YouTube and make some longer uh, videos on YouTube and start building a YouTube presence. I don't know what Marcus Black needs to do. But uh, Ashley Faye, maybe maybe she needs to get a few more girls, needs, needs a couple more girls over at Ashley Faye Designs to, to help her build her Facebook channel. You might just need to communicate with a couple of people today. You might need to look to your left or to your right and start going through some profiles and connect with somebody here on Clubhouse because we're talking about Clubhouse. We're talking about social audio rooms. So go all in on the step in front of you. Make some noise in the marketplace. You can learn a lot from the wolves. They're out there howling. They're out there communicating with their target audience. That's your number one objective as a marketer. That's your number one objective as a business owner. That's where all of your focus needs to be, whether you're doing it or you're hiring a marketing firm, a marketing agency to do it for you. Make a noise in the marketplace. Make your, your, your story, your unique passion. Make yourself heard. Go all in on yourself, your business, because I'm all in. And I just want to ask you, are you? Today is the day the Lord has made. Let's go out and rejoice and be glad in it. I'm blessed to be here to share this space with the Breakfast of Champions room. This has been the social media show. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Brooke J. Lacey and Kelsey to talk about uh, breaking social news and some tech news. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.